Oh man, we live, ladies and gentlemen. We live. What's up? What's up? What's going what's on, y'all? What's up? STK surviving the Knicks. We live. We in the building. And uh, yeah, what's man. Up, what's it, you up? Know, what's it, up? It, you know. Well, first, let me introduce my brothers before I get into the spiel. We got my brothers in the building. STK surviving the Knicks. We got my brother Coach B in the building. What's going on, Coach B? From Coach the BX. B. Yo, you already know. BX in the building. Um, man, what a game. What a you know, what a past few games. A lot to talk about, but what a game tonight. Wow. What a game. In short. We got we got another Bronx legend. E E E Ed Dollars in the building. Yeah. Ed, what's going on, brother? I'm the legend from once the A Street Grand Concourse, brother. <laughs> Cardinal Hayes High School. There we go. There we go. What's going um, on? Adam? Yo, the Knicks, the Knicks fought valiantly. I mean, the starters dropped the rope like two, three quarters ago. In the first quarter, they dropped the rope. So I'm glad that Tibbs let the, the bench rock. And we saw, you know, we saw some good things. I'm not too too torn up about it. You know, usually I die where every loss, but you know, I, I'm glad that the, the bench squad was able to like show their must muster. No doubt, no doubt. And last but not least, the infamous Wall Street head repping Northern Bronx, the, the upper Bronx. Don't sleep, son. Don't all sleep. over the Bronx. That's right. Up, we all up. over. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell them, Wall Street. Tell them, Wall Street. Let's go. Let's get into the show, man. I'm angry today, man. We're gonna get angry, man. Oh, shit, brother. Stop. The, uh, the market. The fire. market was down all day, and we took a Ooh. and we took a bad L, and we took a bad L for the Talk game. about the market. Man, I'm about to, <laughs> yeah. if I had a dog, I'd kick him right now. Oh, so. no. Don't kick the dog. Uh, we We're, not no Mike. We're not Mike evicting any dogs. We got to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, obviously, if you if you were watching, the Knicks lost to the Bucks tonight. Um, they were down early. They were down by quite a bit and then came back. I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep because I was just like, I don't know what's going on with these Knicks. We're going to talk a, bit, a little bit about the inconsistency that's been going on lately tonight. So hang in there with us. Um, just quickly, uh, we actually held Dr. DeCubo to 15 points, but he did have 15 rebounds, uh, 13 of those on the defensive end, eight assists, one steal, two block. He was at plus 21. Um, Pat Connington, what a difference maker. I, I never thought I'd say that for Pat Connington. But whatever. I mean, he had 23 points, um, 7 of 13 on three-pointers. Everybody else kind of chipped in and did what they had to do. Uh, uh, Allen, Holiday, Hill, even Portis. You know, former Nick <laughs> Portis, that bum. Yeah. <laughs> I would have kept him. Yeah. He was a champ. Yeah, he's a champ now. He's a chick chump, really. He played good. He played well. Uh, Julius Randle had 16, but he was a negative 26. The whole starting lineup Reach. was a negative, to be honest with you. Bad it's a, it's a, Terrible. It's an Ed Dollars nightmare, to be honest with you. It's negatives all over the place. It's crazy. <laughs> um, the, the bench did amazing, though. The bench was all in, in plus. Um, Obi Toppin at 14. Thank God he played more than 15 minutes today. Uh, Derek Rose did his usual. He had 22 off the bench. Um, quickly was doing his thing. Hit a big three that I got me super pumped up for. Um, overall, you know they they came back, but it was it was a little too late to say the least. Um, let's start with you, Coach B. What were your thoughts about tonight? Uh, coming into it, um, I think Taj Gibson played like 30 million minutes when um Nerlens Noel didn't play, and you know. It's just it's frustrating to see that OB not getting the shine he deserves or the playing time he deserves. Cause even though he makes mistakes, he gets so many easy baskets. So like, so coming into tonight and you know having him rock out the fourth quarter, he, he needs more minutes beforehand. But you know the fact that he played twenty minutes total, gave fourteen points. Hope the light bulb goes off in Tibbs' head. Um, overall, we you know we snuck the first one on, on Milwaukee. So they, they came in more prepared. And they punched us. And, you know, the second unit being as strong as it is, as we, we already knew that was going to happen, they they fought hard, you know, and, and they brought us back. I, I turned away from the game for a second, too. Like, I'm like, I'm not watching this. They're down 20 already. <laughs> but, um, like, the like the fight was there. Uh, still kind of nervous about what um, Kimber Fournier could give us on a consistent basis. But definitely, 
I'd rather get all these lumps off in the beginning of the season. You know, like we're not no, it's unrealistic to really go 82 and 0. So, you know, like learn these lessons and move accordingly. Definitely Taj Gibson playing 24 minutes, still too much, you know, for my liking. But um, other than that, Tibbs, they're good. You know, running, running with that hot hand, which was the second unit who brought him back. But yeah, I'm going to let somebody else, you know, finish the rest of that. I know we got the same idea on how the lineup should have went towards the end of the game. Okay. I hear you. All right. Good pass. Good, good assist, coach. Um, Wall Street. Let that anger out. Bro. Oh my God, man! Listen, the the <laughs> listen, the, the 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 bench did the job. Kudos to the bench. Now get off the court and let the and let the starters. If you're gonna lose it again, lose it again. You don't mm. you don't come in and, and and change your game because you know something little spark. You you the the the, the you had you had the bench making that run against the starters against the starters they're running hard for three four minutes five minutes past six minutes you still got the running you still got the starters running hard let barrett get in there you you know what you got some hot hands fine keep some hot hands out there but get your guys back in get at least julius back in and get rj back in because they've been proving night and night again that they could finish their game Uh that they could finish the game and then not practice Wall Street. Not only that, I don't not, know about that one, Wall Street. Nah, man, come on, man. They've been playing high. Nah, they've yo, been playing, they've been playing high. They've been, they've been attacking the basket. Yep, that's the two. Exactly. You had to you had to have you had to have Alec take a seat and you had to have um Derrick Rose take a seat as hot as Derrick Rose was. You know, you want to leave quickly out there because he was bringing a different kind of energy and they're shooting the lights out from the perimeter. You know why we went down in defensive rating from the perimeter because we added Kemba and Fournier. Fine. In the last 5 minutes of the game, keep them out the the game and keep in the guys that are defending the perimeter and then let's get back to attacking the basket cuz they got their shooting out there you know what i like to do to shooters you know get to the basket you we we've seen um lineups julius didn't play so bad tonight that he deserved to be buried in the bench for the last five minutes of the game six minutes of the game with, with, right, with, minus with, 26 minus 26 is he was pretty bad come on man <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you when we had when julius had when julius had um kemba and evan fournier hitting shots oh. around him, he was doing really well. It doesn't matter who you put into the slots. It could be a Kimba. It could be a Evan Fournier. It could be a hundred different different guys. You got to be able to hit the shot. But when these shooters don't hit shots, they, they it's, it's the same question again. Can you affect the game positively? How do you play well when you're not shooting well? And Kimba and Evan Fournier, they don't check those boxes for me. So, yeah, you want to bury them in the bench for the last five minutes? You know, give them heat checks early on in the game. And if you're not doing it, bury them, bury them in the bench. Obi's playing great. Uh, Quickly's playing great. The last time I said this, and I'm going to cut this off, but the last time I said this, you guys almost chopped my head off. I like <laughs> Obi in the three spots no! in this team. No! I like him at the three in this you, team because listen, he can what? when you when you oh, when you when you when you excel as an athlete, you shiftable, you movable. You can't move Kimber Walker three positions up or three positions down. But Obi, he's that kind of athlete where you can move him a position up, you can move him a position down. Now you solve a problem. You can have Mitch out there, you can have uh, Julius out there where he's comfortable, and you can have Obi running the wing, and then you can have RJ at the two. That's hey, gonna be up, able, you know, and this is it, man. Tibbs, I'm I'm going for Tibbs head tonight, man. This is a Tibbs loss. This coaching loss. I'm done. Obi at the three. Way to finish strong. Still got a rebuttal. Hey, hey, get it. Get it. All right. First off, <laughs> yo, we gotta realize that we beat the defending champions a couple games ago. So and and we and they had Holiday. They didn't have Holiday a couple days ago, and they had Holiday today. They didn't have Middleton. So very, very unlikely that we're going to beat the defending champs with the best player on the planet twice back to back. Very, very hard. So I'm going in the game watching this, right? I'm watching it like that. I'm like, yo. And then I'm seeing the starters slugging through, sloshing through, Randall pounding the rock. RJ can't make a shot. Fournier was like, you know, letting people slip by the perimeters. He scored two points. Kemba wasn't doing anything and they were collectively down by 20, 24 points. They were down by 24 points. And then 
Tib put puts the energy group. Now, there's an interesting stat. And the stat is oh. when the bench is playing, they, they play at a pace. They're seventh in the league in pace when the bench is on the court. When the starters on the court, their pace is 26 in the league. You know what I'm saying? So in this situation, Giannis and the boys were kind of used to that plying style. And then you got Obi and Burks and Rose, who was amazing today, and quickly. And then even old man Taj was doing his thing. Working hard, running and gunning, shooting threes, and slowly but surely, like that 24-point lead went to 19, went to 16, three after three after three. Uh, Kobe banging it all over the place. Yeah, it was amazing. The garden was rocking. The garden has hasn't rocked like that in years. We went, we came back from a 24-point uh, uh, deficit. Got it down to four. Got it down to three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was three with like what? Two minutes left. Two and a half minutes left. Well, it was tied up. Remember they quickly. Oh yeah, they tied it up. Yeah. Now and and heck, at that point, when you have three minutes left, your your bench has been in there for the last nine minutes, erasing your lead. You want Tibbs to call a timeout and put Julius Randle and RJ back in. You know what? Yes. Usually I wouldn't be okay. I would be okay with that, but not this time. The 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 bench deserved to finish out the game and see what they had. They obviously ran out of gas. That's true. But at the same time, the starters have been sitting down for like 15 minutes. Today, Julius played 27 minutes. He averages 37 minutes. So he's this is unusual for him. Today, RJ Barrett played 21 when he averages 34 minutes. So they they weren't gonna bring it back. Not today. So we had a ride with the bench. I thought quickly took a lot of shots down the, the, the end. I felt like, you know, maybe he was making too many decisions. I loved the way Obi kept on playing up and down, up and down, up and down. And, and Taj was work, workmanlike. You know, if any change would have happened, I would have probably put um, uh, Randall in the Taj spot and have him um, be a little bit faster. Provided that Randall doesn't be Randall and bring up the ball. So maintain that speed because the speed, the lightning speed caught, caught uh, the Bucks by surprise. But then what happened? I think that we had defensive flaws and I don't, I don't push it on the personnel. I think Tibbs's defensive strategy is to clog the paint while the Bucks offensive strategy is to come into the paint and throw it to the wings, specifically the corner threes and the top of the key. Countless times when um, when uh, my man uh, Connington shot the, the shots, he was either at the corner or he was at the top. And in both situations, it's always Taj trying to make up the difference. And I'm like, why the fuck is Taj running up to the three-point line or running to the corners? Where are the other guards at? Can There's I, can too I, many switching going on. Oh so why don't we like Yo, I, change your defensive strategy? And there were three... You know, in that those three minutes when they 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 got the lead back up, they hit three out of three in three point shots, two in the corners and one in the top. I mean, come on, Tibbs, Tibbs, okay. you know that you don't have to clog the paint. You I'm know, ready. we got I'm a ready. From I'm ready. Big, big mistake. And the, and the let, let me grab my charger. So so okay. so Coach. you know the the problem uh, today. Uh, get him, get him, get him, get him. It's a Nick a Nick I, issue. I, I, is perimeter defense got, got my hand on the button. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna let it go, but I think sorry, today, sorry, you know, the bench proved that they they got they they got to get they got to they earn their minutes. Obi's got to play definitely. more minutes. That's yeah, it. Definitely, That's what we proved today. What, what's, your, what's your rebuttal, brother? Got a rebuttal? It's horrible. It was horrible. No, man, it was horrible. You do not leave the bench in. They're running against. They're running against the starters. They got the starters uh, on their heels. So you bring your starters in, and, and and you finish them off with that big right hook. It was horrible. It was horrible out there to see Todd Gibson. And how are you gonna finish them off? If they didn't even. They never did anything throughout the entire game. You okay? You, you ready? The starters to have that same oh, energy. God. Now I'm not sure. You, they you ready? You ready? You ready? Here's a stat for you, right? Uh, Julius Randle, 15 shot attempts. Derrick Rose, 15 shot attempts. You know who's after that? Quickly with 12 shot attempts. RJ Barrett, who should be our number two, only had eight shot attempts for the game. Like, I, you know, I got obviously, you know, certain players pace themselves. You know, I'm pretty sure he envisioned getting back into the game for the fourth quarter. 
and it wasn't in the car tonight, but it would have helped because no one outside of the starters took more than 10 shots. I mean, um, Julius Randle took 15 shots. No one else took more than 10 shots. But we got three guys in the second unit that took 10 shots. Um, Rose, 15. Berg's 10. And quickly with 12. And then uh, OB coming in with nine. So, like, they're sharing the ball a lot better because, you know, they believe in each other. They're running harder. They're playing faster. But the first unit, it's like dump it to Julius and watch, you know, the black hole work. And it's, it's not going to help us. It sounds to me like you guys are talking about the coaching. And it sounds yeah. like the coaching is the main issue with what's been going on lately. And I think so. we, he needs to, I think, honestly, I'm looking at the game. And, and honestly, I understand what Ed is saying. I would tend to go with what the energy is going. And, and the bench brought him back. Now, I understand what Wall Street's saying, too, because now Bench brought him back, and now you bring your starters in to kind of match up. But when you look at when you look at the, the stats and, and your whole starting lineup is at a negative, you know, it, it is in the red. You know what I mean? The, the, whole, the starting five, the only one that wasn't at a negative 20 was Mitchell Robinson. He was at minus 15. And he I still mean, don't deserve to be out there because he don't block no shots. <laughs> he don't do nothing on the perimeter. So they else, threes, yeah. and Mitch is so not the bench shot 57% from three. The they bench did. shot 57% from three. The starters shot 25% from three. So, Coach, let me ask you this question, Coach, because you're an actual coach. If you got if you got a kid who's on fire, but he's on he's your, he's your seventh man off the bench, and he's on fire, and he's he led you back to the back, you gonna pull him or you gonna nah. keep him? He go. He gonna play with we you know with three other guys that I trust or four other guys right. that I trust. But you keep you keep the guy that's on fire. You keep the guy that's that's leading right. the charge. Like Derrick right. Rose, seven assists, zero turnovers. You know, yeah. like again, like just phenomenal, man. You can tell when he has the ball in his hands, everybody believes in him. You know, so it's like we going as he goes when he's on the floor. You know, and like I hope Kimba could get there at some point, or they can figure out how to help make them mesh better with that second unit has an identity. This first unit still doesn't have an identity. Benchmark. Excellent. It's a benchmark. Well played. That's exactly right. We don't know that the identity of the team because we don't know the identity of the starters. That's true. I honestly, I think going down the, going down the line along with wall street's thoughts, the best lineup probably should have been quickly Rose, Obi, Randall, and uh, RJ. That might have been the best. That'd have probably been the best mix-up. You get your you get your power guys in there, and you got your you got the three bench guys that really brought you back. I don't, I don't think we've ever seen that lineup actually. It, it probably need to. I don't know. I mean, at, at the end of the day, tag tips, tag <laughs> tips, man. Tag tips. Tell, right? tell, tell, them, tell them to call us. We can have a conference. Some of these highlight tips. Highlight tips. We can have a but, conference. But, call. but but the reason why Tibbs lost the game. Back to Hector's point, uh, Wall Street's point. Wasn't because of the bench versus starters. It was just because of his defensive strategies, man. Like you got to be able to read the game, and motherfuckers is hitting that corner three. You know what's funny? I, I mentioned this to you guys before we started, but last year we had the best percentage defending the corner three, but we had the highest. Uh, the guys that shot the corner three were almost wide open. Like we had the highest rate of wide open corner threes versus our defensive uh, percentages. And a lot of analysts in the NBA said what that really means is we got lucky guys were missing threes because we got lucky. Now right. this year, those same teams are making those shots yeah. and, and and they just came back. They stormed the scouting, back. Scouting but, report. <laughs> listen, the stat, the stat last year. You know, we, we, we weren't this good at this point in the season. I think we were like True. five and six or something. So, yeah, we you know. Good. We you weren't know, good at all. We, we, you know, we're we working on something. There's we, expectations now. There's, like, there's higher expectations. Now. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, especially when you, had, when, you, when you guys stormed out the gate as you guys have. But yeah. I think it's a good But I'm not mad way. at this game. I'm mad at the <laughs> Cleveland game. Oh man! So let's so let's hold on. So so let's hold on. So let's get into let's segue because it's kind of along the lines of 
the inconsistent game, the inconsistent play of the Knicks. Why is the team inconsistent? What needs to improve? Right. Um, Ed, share share a light and even go back to that Cleveland game where where I thought that was a gimme. Um, you got a kid, even okay, that that rookie. Uh, what's his name? Mobile. Nice. That kid is good. I mean, I've been watching him since. He's nice, nice. Yeah, he. I've been watching him since AAU. Always been on the skinny side, but the kicking ball. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Got a little, got a sneaky little handle, aggressive. But again, the kid work, is only like post up moves. He got everything. He's like a hundred pounds right now. There's yeah. no way he should be getting some of the buckets he was getting. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. get it. Hey, what's going on? Why is the why are the Knicks so inconsistent? What's what what what, the, what do you think they need to improve? Well, the weird thing is that last year we had Alfred Payton, right? And, and the guy that went to the Mavs. And um, and although and the guy that went to the Mavs, Reggie Bullock. Reggie Bullock, my bad, Reggie Bullock. <laughs> and although they weren't great offensive weapons, they were very good defensively. So last year, our we had a defensive presence at the perimeter. We replaced them with Kemba and Fournier, and then we have Rose, right? And now we got quickly and Burks, and something felt you know, Burks actually fell off. So the bottom line is. We don't have a good perimeter defense. Our perimeter defense is terrible. So whenever we have any attacking guards or any uh, three-point consistent shooters, we're going to wither at the perimeter because we just don't have – at the point of attack, we're paper plates, man. We, we just stay still, and everyone's passing us by. Kemba's an awful defender, awful. And although Rose is very good, and we love Rose, and he's the leader of the team – you know, he can't defend as, as well as he did before. So we don't have good uh, perimeter defense at the, at the point of attack. The second thing that we don't have is whenever we face a team that have mobile bigs and brings out Mitch or Noel, that hurts us bad because those guys aren't used to it. Cleveland game is a perfect example where Mobley came out all the way to the three-point line um, and Mitch didn't know what to do. You know, Noel didn't know what to do. So anytime we have, you know, mobile bigs that we're playing against, we suffer as well because it breaks down the, our, our the total defensive scheme. And then the identity in offense. You know, when we first started the year, we were hot by three. Now we're starting to cool off a little bit. Like today, for instance, the starter shot 25% from three-point line. The bench, on the other hand, shot 57%. So what is it? If you're playing you know, the starters for 30, an average of 32, 33 minutes, then that those percentages matter. And if you're only giving your bench squad like 12 minutes together, then you're only getting, you know, that volume in a very little bit of time. So, you know, Tibbs has to do a lot of work. All right. He has to work on a perimeter defense. He has to instruct his bigs to, to, to not be so planted in the paint and to be able to roam a little bit or, or better, better yet, when we face those mobile bigs, go small. Julius at the five, you know, Obi at the four. And then on the, on the, 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 the uh, um, and then the consistency on offense, you know, people have to know their roles. You know, a conversation have to, have to be had with, with Julius, right. With RJ. And, you know, I can't, I keep on preaching this. Julius can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's a, a myriad of issues, but I'm very happy. You know, we, although we lost to Cleveland, we beat Philly, we beat the Bucks, we lost today, and we lost to Cleveland, but, you know, we're seven and five. You know what I'm saying? And there's not a lot of t- teams in the East that are seven and five. So we're, we're managing. The Hawks are under 500. The Bucks just pulled to 500. You know, a lot of teams are floundering right now. So I know that these teams will be much better down the line. Our job is to make sure that we're in that pack. We're in the top five, top six pack. No matter what happens, we have to be in there. And we got to touch a couple of these things up, but I think we're well on our way. Awesome. Awesome. Wall Street. Come on, brother. Man, it's horrible. This is horrible. Wait, 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 wait. At the end, of, I, I wonder. I wonder if. I wonder if people are, are talking to Kemba and Evan. Like, listen, um, you know, 
there's, Don't do there's it. guys on this team that ha- that are playing at the same level they were playing last year and maybe a little bit better. You know, maybe we're playing a little bit better even. And you guys, when you were hot, we were storming through people. It was disgusting when you I didn't understand what Dang I was man. watching. I didn't when, when Kimba and Evan were going off, it was fucking confusing. I didn't even know how to act. You know, because that's how good they look. Because you told RJ, hey, RJ, you don't got to worry about scoring anymore. Go guard up. Go use some fouls. You told uh, you told Julius Randle, you could take a breather. You don't got to be bringing the ball up every time. But when you got these shooters that can't do anything but shoot, they can't play well when they're not shooting well, this is what you get. You know, you want to you, you wanna have an identity? We're actually kind of built like a team. You know, we're, we're built – what I say – a lot of teams they have like uh they have guys that play positionless basketball and they can't fill every position. They don't have a guard that could distribute and a shooting guard that could shoot. They don't have a, a you know a forward that can play in the post. So we we fill out pretty well. We got point guards, we got shooting guards. Everybody should be able to guard their position. We should be able to put a guy out that could guard their position. But you know with, with Kemba and Evan Fournier, they're shooters, and when they're not shooting well we look really, really bad. And now there's no defense and Ed touched up on it, you know, but um, yeah, that's it. OB at the three. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you heck that. Although I'm like, OB at the three, yo, my man is fast and his speed is oh, something to man. be. He's not fast You're enough not drinking to be at the okay. I'm just saying that he's fast and I feel like you know, Burks in particular misses Obi on 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 like at least three alley oops per game, no matter what. You know how many times I see Obi's hand up in the air and he's like at least like five feet in front of the next guy. You want to know they, the answer? They to gotta that look is? for him more. They gotta look for him more. The answer to that is putting Kimba out there. Kimba will make sure he gets it. Yo, like the key to that is, man, you got you gotta put Kimba out there. Like we we have to we have to switch the lineups up because like. The same guys, like that rotation is just it's unhealthy. Like as you can see, whatever's going on, I think it starts with Julius Randle because the guys around him don't don't play as well. The second unit, they don't have to play with Julius Randle as much. So, so what does that mean? Have... What does that mean? Who do you who would you change right now? Um, Mitch needs more time on the bench. Like he's he's not as as dominant like getting out on defense as he should be. He can protect the paint fine, but like NBA teams are shooting the corner three a lot better than they did last year. And they're doing a lot better on us because he's, you know, he's here, but he's really only good for paint protection in, in those boards. So if he's not getting out to the three, ain't nothing we can do about like he, like he has to spend more time on the bench. Taj Gibson and Nerlens Noel, like they're great. But again, getting OB on the floor is probably, it should be priority number one, you know, and RJ, Fournier, and Burks could share minutes. And then we keep Kemba quickly and Derek Rose on shared minutes. So, like, there'll be a three-guard rotation, and then those other three will be the wing rotation. And then, you know, Julius Randle still keeps most of his minutes while still trying to sprinkle in um, OB and, um, and I guess, Nerlens Noel or Taj Gibson, usually Nerlens Noel whenever he's healthy. But Mitch is definitely an 18- to 21-minute kind of guy. And Obi needs to be a 24-minute player. And that, like, to me, like, that's what is going to excel them. Like, Kimba didn't play the game with a um, a back-to-back, so that kind of, like, switched things up a little bit. But Derrick Rose plus-minus wasn't good that game either. So, like, for whatever reason, our guards are being taken advantage of, but it's really because of the switching situation. So now you got to switch everything and, like, the bigs are being hung out to dry and it looks like the guards are getting killed when really it's just a mismatch that they're creating on the switches and going back to playing more zone, you know, and like staying home on that front will help out a lot too. But again, Mitch has to be quicker and wh- whoever's in that lineup has to get out to the corner quicker. So to me, like that's like, that's where it stems from. Um, One, Julius Randle, you know, being able to let go of the reins because these guards all want to touch the ball. RJ wants to touch the ball, Fournier wants to touch the ball, and then finding more minutes for Obi because Obi makes the game easy for everybody. And, like, it shows more and more every game. And that's the problem with having too many power forwards and too many centers. We gave the back – we gave a small bag to Noel 
And now, you know, Mitch is really the hard rock of the rock of our, of our offense. And then you have Julius Randle and then we drafted Obi. That's a lot of bigs, man. And now, now we can't really find minutes for Obi. Today was an exception to the rule. My man's only averaging like 10 minutes per game. So, you know, his PER is like 20 plus for a player that averages 10 minutes a game. That's unheard of. You know, he, he definitely needs to be, he needs to play more than 10 minutes a game. At the very least, he has to play 20 minutes a game. And I agree with you. But what that really means is that Noel or Mitch, both of them play less. Taj never plays. And, and Randall plays a lot more at the five. You know, you want to you want to you want to maximize Randall's time, put him at the five a lot. Um, and maybe you trade Noel, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But like one of those guys can't play because we need more minutes with, with OB and 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 Randall five and four at the same time Fournier in the last four to five games hasn't been playing well so maybe you make a move I'm not sure if you need to make any moves right now but in crunch time in like the third quarter in particular I feel like we lose a lot of the leads in the third quarter maybe you know quickly starts in the third quarter or Burks goes in and, and Fournier's off the bench or something because I feel like that's when the perimeter defense kind of like kind of falls apart, specifically in the third. That 23-point lead, you know, it was building up slowly, but it really exploded in that third quarter with those, 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 those threes. And our perimeter guys weren't really taking advantage of it. Um, does it require a drastic step, like a, a starter to a bench? I don't think so. But it does require changing the lineup on a faster basis at the beginning of quarters or at the like, you know, after four minutes of the third quarter or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or even play big, you know, like put Alec Burks, you know, and Fournier and RJ out there together with those guys and just see what happens as far as, like, wingspan purposes. But, uh, yeah, I'm tired of watching Obi only play 10 minutes a game. I'm happy he got out of his system and, you know, it's still early in the season. So, Walsky, what do you think, my man? I, th- I think we have a coaching problem, man. I think we have a coaching problem. <laughs> I, you know, you know, everything that you guys are saying, all I'm hearing in my head is like, is like uh, all these weapons that we have is a problem. He doesn't know what to do with it. I mean, he he's making our depth a problem. You know, it's like you got to be able to figure that out. Go small, go big, mix it up. You got high energy, young guys. You got a core. You got guys that have been together for a couple of years. And then you got, you know. The first year guys, I know that they're vets and everything, but when it comes to Madison Square Garden, they first year guys, you know, and Kimba and Evan, when they're, it's almost like when, when they're out there and they're not shooting well, it's almost like you're playing without a one and a three spot, you know? So at the end of the day, I think we have a coach problem. Yeah. I want to say blame it on Julius, but you, you're right. You're right about that. Uh, I think it's a combination, man. Those guys are stubborn. You know, they're all stubborn. Like, like yeah. Skips is stubborn. Oh. Julius oh, is stubborn. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I think I think um, this is this this is the second time. This is the second time that I've seen Coach Tibbs do something that I think for the first time I experienced as a fan of sports watching the Super Bowl when um when the Seattle when the Seattle Seahawks lost to the New England Patriots. Marshawn Lynch was having a great game. He was having a great fourth quarter. Um, the Seattle Seahawks needed just like three yards to, to win the game and they threw the ball and that throw ended up being an interception. So this is what, what happened to me that day. I realized that the coach just did something that a, that a million people thought he was going to run and he threw the ball. So, but why did a million people think that you were going to run the ball? Because you should have ran the ball, yeah. all right? So now this oh. is the second time that I'm watching this game thinking to myself, not only is the coach, the co- the, the, I'm thinking to myself, the coach is doing something right now that is so obviously wrong. Tonight, he didn't play the starters with Milwaukee starters reeling. They're on their heels. They've been running. And he didn't bring in his top guns late in the fourth quarter. And I know everybody in the building must have been thinking, why is Julius and RJ not out there? No, they weren't. And and the second thing, the second the, yes, the second time, the first time he did that was during the playoffs when Alfred Payton and Frank Nilakina didn't get any minutes against Trey Young 
for all throughout those all games. So, so you got your best defenders on, on the bench while the best player on their team is a point guard and my best defenders are point guards. And I got my worst defending point guard on him. Everybody in the building was like, why don't we see Frank? Why don't we see Alfred tonight? He did it again. Why aren't we seeing Julius? You know why everybody in the building thought that, that I am telling you, everybody thinks that these guys should be in the game at the, at, in, in, in the, in the end. It's because it's the obvious thing to do. It's common sense. You know, I don't know. That's just me. Coaching problem. Yo, so be at the three. You know what? Tough loss, but you know, we had some encouraging signs from the bench. Why don't we move on to some other stuff? You know, like uh NBA news, right? Did you guys watch that that uh Jokic hit on Marquise Morris? But did you see the the hit that Marquise Morris gave to the Joker before then? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Can't hear you. Coach. Oh, we have a oh, we have a technicals. Super, we have a super technical problems today. <laughs> we need the geeks in here today. Heck, what do you think about that? Did you see that play? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, All coach. Right. We can hear you, coach. Oh, cool. We back. So, um, yeah, Morris's hit wasn't the same, but like, it kind of gives me a little bit of that old NBA feel, man. You know, like you don't take a hit lying down, and um, the whiplash definitely hurt him. But like, yeah, that old school NBA where. You know, bump, you get bumped back, and then that's it. Like, next play, you know, next game, next situation, create that rivalry. Uh, luckily for um, both teams, you know, they need it because they, they need a little spark. Both teams look a little dry to start the season. So hopefully that, that fuels them to play better. Like, I don't, I don't mind it. The whole, like, him having his back to him kind of thing is like, bro, you bump me and you turn your back, you know, like, be on cue. That's whack. And, Whatever. Yeah, that's what that's what Shaq and, and, and Barkley said. He was like, yo, Barkley said, and Shaq said the same thing. You hit me and you turn your back, you got to know I'm coming after you. So Morris was basically punking Jokic. He hit him really hard. And I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Jok- the Jokers from Serbia, they don't, they don't, they don't take knives out. They, they throw bombs on people. He was going to hit them hard and he elbowed the hell out of them, dropped it to the floor. Almost, they brought the stretcher out. But the, the more comical thing was Jimmy Butler came out talking, all right, let's take it to the back and take it back. Listen, the, Jokic would tear Jimmy up. And but his brothers. furthermore, um, Morris's brother tweeted something. And then the Joker's brothers created their own Twitter account called the Jokic brothers and said, you either leave it as is because your brother did a dirty play or we'll see you in Miami or something like that. <laughs> that was straight up classic. Yeah. I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was old school NBA basketball. And you know what? Yo, that, that guy's the MVP of the league. You can't hit him like that. And I felt like to me, Morris stepped over the line. I wish I wish he would have did it to the other to the other Morris brother. Oh, that would have been great because that guy, that guy, he came to New York and he tried to, he, you know, he played for himself. We lost basically a season, and you know, I really, I really think that he played selfish ball for a whole season, and he, you know, he kind of messed up the development of R.J. Barrett. I think for for a season, I thought he was horrible. Kevin Knox, horrible. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Knox. He killed but, Kevin uh, Knox. But uh, he's also claims to be a UFC guy. Um, both of the Morris brothers, not so much Marquise, but the other Morris brother, he acts like a tough guy. And I think that it's a show, you know, because you could tell in the way that he plays, you know, he likes to talk a tough game, but he's a shooter. You know, he wants to be a shooter. The other day he went up for a layup and caught a, uh, caught a flat tire. It was great. I love to see him fail. I love to see Julius Randle um, take it to him. It's always the greatest thing to watch Julius Randle take it to him. He's done it a couple times since they, since they uh, traded. But um, but yeah, man, Jokic is tough. His brothers is tough, and I wouldn't mess funny, with him. Bro. <laughs> Yo, what other what other NBA news out there, man? Oh man, what was that? Warriors, man. Curry had a Warriors. Uh, they're eight and one. They're owning That's, the league. Like mm-hmm. this, um, it's interesting. I want to see they, like when you know when Clay when Clay's like, ooh, good. like yeah, they, they got a they got a lot of smart 
the uh, offensive players, defensive players, Curry's kind of cooking everybody, and, and like they found their rhythm and stuff like that. And Dr- Draymond's actually shooting the ball well, which was is different in prior years. And Jordan Poole c- coming off the bench is playing well. Yeah, Jordan Poole is playing well. Shout out to Anthony Edwards, like, and and they're like not withering with the um. So they changed the foul rules, right? They're like, you know, they're not like going after like the the people that are trying to get the foul calls. They're not like, like um, they haven't suffered from that. Like Curry is still being Curry, unlike Damian Lillard, unlike James Harden. Like a lot of these guys, I mean, James is averaging 18 points a game. Hasn't he's averaging three free throw attempts per game? He used to, last year he averaged like 15 free throw attempts per game. And Damien is not looking good either, man. And 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 the Portland Trailblazers is looking terrible. Um, and they're all kind of blaming it on this new rule. But you know, just like Curry, I think you got to adapt, man. And some of these guys don't adapt. Yeah, I, I I think one of the other big headlines I think that people is uh, is how for real are the Heat? I think they they I mean they've already been to the finals once. It was the bubble year. Um, but but you know how for real are the Kyle Lowry is a true leader you know it's like Kyle Lowry answers that question how do you play well when you're not shooting well you know and um yeah I think these guys are for real man these guys are real oh my god (laughs) I saw you I'm holding it down that's why we're a collective glad you guys (laughs) holding it down I'm sorry this I had my VPN on I cut it off midstream it's my fault ladies and gentlemen but I know that these three guys, these three wonderful brothers of mine, held it down. And uh, yeah, what, what, where did y'all leave off at? We're about to call the cops, man. We were call worried. <laughs> no, no, no. Call them on Friday. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking NBA news now. And we basically talked about the Golden State Warriors. We talked about Fire. the new, like, you know, they're playing well, like Jordan Poole, Curry. Yeah. Curry That's hasn't been hampered team. by the fact that they got the new rules, the new foul rules, but who has been hampered is Jamie Lillard, James Harden. You know what I'm saying? We talked about that foul that that more uh, Morris Jokic. did on Jokic and the, <laughs> and the and the shot that Jokic gave him, and how the Jokic brothers created was, their own Twitter account and was yeah, like, "Yo, in, you want the smoke? We got the smoke." To, in response to Marcus Morris's, so he tweeted. <laughs> He said, I saw you check, you check, bro, when he had his back turned. He said, noted. And the brothers, yo, the brothers are no joke, though, they are no, They're like cold. seven they was, foot, like 300 pounds. They was, going, they, they was going to beat up Devin Booker last year. Devin Booker <laughs> looked a little scared. He was like, yo, I don't, he didn't realize two, two white Russian dudes was in the crowd like, yo, come over here. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit, I don't want that smoke. They had to get security <laughs> for that game to hold them back. Yeah, because they were yeah, sitting yeah, like yeah. in a third row. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, I don't know, man. Leave, yeah, y'all gotta leave Jokic alone. I do. They, he's he's with the. He wants all the smoke. <laughs> and you know, um, he's basically he's the MVP. So you know, you can't disrespect the MVP like that. And and the Morris nah. twins, they always, yo, for real, they're dirty players. That's that's nah. fine. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, listen, I, I like I like that kind of chippiness a little bit, but it, it was it, it was it was a little weird, you know what I'm saying? And then so when those things happen, I tend to look at all the players. Tyler Hero kind of went to say something and then kind of moved out the way because he was like, nah, I, I like playing. I'm not trying to, I just had a baby, I ain't trying to risk a check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Butler jumped in real quick, he, you know, he did his thing. Adebayo came in the back, was made to jump in, and they had to grab him a little bit. But I don't know, man. I uh, particularly as a Suns fan, I've had Golden State. I've been watching them even since last year. I kind of thought that they were gonna do last year what they did, what they're doing this year, and they are super dangerous. Clay's coming back right before Christmas. Um, that's not good for the league at all. Like he got, yeah. That kid Jordan Poole can keep Clay on the bench. I mean, like they gotta cool off eventually. Yeah. You know, so it, yeah. it, 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 it'll be fun to see him struggle a little bit and then gear up for the playoffs. So, nah, man. I, I, and they're doing all this without Weissman. 
Yes. Or Kamunga. Uh, is it Kamunga? Yeah, Kamunga. Yeah. Kamunga. They they have yeah. been playing, and yeah. they could easily take those two guys and trade them and get Bradley Beal. Like imagine that. Imagine they get Bradley Beal in this situation. You wouldn't even need him though. That's you the crazy even, part. But because think about it, you take on his salary. That's if you want to try to win it now. But you got guys on rookie contracts. And, yeah, and but good. But they're not going to win the championship like this. When 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 um when when he comes back, you know he's going to be hampered, right? He had an ACL, you know, all sorts of bad things. He's going to be a little slower. And they just moved their arena from Oakland to San Fran, right? So they need a winning product on the court, and to to guarantee a championship, I would definitely try to trade some bit parts to get a Bradley Beal. Why not? Uh, and then, and then, whatever you can do, whatever after that. Pat, you would mortgage the future, of course. Your future only lasts as long as um, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, and if Klay Thompson is healthy. These guys are uh, these the, those, these guys in the point of their career, they win now. Got to win now. Yeah, you could probably get two more championships with Bradley Beal. Yeah. Okay. He's another one that's been hampered by the by the foul calls, by the lack of foul calls. He's another one that's been hampered by the way. But the Wizards are playing well. The East, the East in general, is a lot stronger. It's tough. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous. It's deep. Definitely. Guys made a statement about uh, not being so nervous because you know the Knicks are kind of playing middle of the pack. We're a little lower than the middle of the pack. The East is making me nervous right now, and this losing streak, this losing streak with Kem- with Kemba and Evan, um, playing like that. Out. Listen, leave Kemba out of it. Listen, you know, man. We're gonna listen, blame it on man. Pippen and Julius Randle. Leave Kemba out of it. Thank we're you. gonna see what happens next, man. <laughs> but I thought, I thought, listen, I thought we were gonna, I thought that we were gonna be easily battling a three-four spot. Okay. Now, now I'm worried. Listen, season. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be in a ten spot for any point in this season. You know, I don't want to spend seven. Never want to be. I don't want to spend 10. a week in the in the tenth spot. You know, yeah. and the way things are going, do you yeah. see how tight this race is? Right I think now? the Knicks are good enough positive. to be. To open be up, baby, don't I worry. think the Knicks are good enough to be four, fifth, third, <laughs> four, fifth. I think that, they're good enough. You yeah. just so. You know, looking at looking at our, our bench mob, aka our YouTube chat channel, uh, we got big task at hand. Says big salute to the panel. Um, Daniel, bad Daniel, Clearview, Daniel, shout out to Clearview, always mm-hmm. holding it down online. He said, uh, managing rotations better, getting past two opponents, the team they're facing, and Tibbs' mood in the rotation. <laughs> uh, he also said he liked the play by Jokic. He felt like the NBA grew up watching old school. Um, Kanal, as always, says Tim's strategy is the opponent's offensive strategy. That's the problem. You hoping people miss shots is a bad strategy. <laughs> shots fired, yeah. Kanal. I love it. Love it. Right. <laughs> um, overall, you know, I mean, listen. It, it's not a it's it's not a race. It's a marathon. I think the Knicks can get better. They will get better. Um, honestly, I think you gotta they gotta kind of treat this like football. Tibbs focuses on the defense, and you get whoever's got you know bringing you know have the other guys work on the offense because Tibbs is a proven defensive master. Obviously, look what he had. Look what he worked with last year. And look, look at their defensive numbers. And then looking now, okay, you added Barrett. I mean, not Barrett. You added um, Kemba. You added Fournay. Weaker parts. But I guess the strategy is to kind of blow people out and then just chill in the fourth quarter. But that's not working right now. So, you know, if I was the front office, like if I'm like Leon Rose, I go up to Tibbs and I'm saying, yo, you know what, guy? We need more minutes for Obi. You gotta. He can't. He can't be ten minutes. You gotta. You, why, why don't you trim uh, Randall's by five or six and trim the center position by five or six, and that's your minutes. Like you know, we gotta have him playing twenty minutes because. All right, you you want to play Randall forty five minutes per game? Listen, I'm trying to make moves. Eventually, I gotta make a trade, and they're gonna want to see how these guys play. Play Ob. 20 minutes. And you know what? Let's see what happens. I would love to experiment at the very least to see what, what we got in our guys. 
you know, heck, you always call these guys thoroughbreds. And that's what Obi is. You know, I wasn't a big Obi fan last year, but the way he's playing this year, he's got to find more minutes. Definitely. Definitely. Well, fellas, it was a great show tonight. You know what I'm saying? My pop, you know, thank you guys for holding it down tonight. You know, thank you to Zoom for keeping the room open because I was yeah. frantic. I was running around like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> thank you to, to YouTube to show the live YouTube on the corner right there. I was like, oh, I think yeah. we're still on. Yeah. <laughs> thank God, you know, shout out to Zoom for holding it, holding us up. Um, shout out to you guys. You know what I'm saying? You guys are always spot on. Appreciate you guys and your, your 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 hot takes and you know stay patient with the Knicks, man. You know, it's not just surviving, it's living. You know what I mean? <laughs> shout <laughs> it's definitely living. But shout out to y'all as always. Shout out to Canal, big task ahead, and at all as always, Clairview Daniel on the YouTube side. I appreciate y'all as always. Shout look out, out look out for us on Twitter, IG, look out for us, you know. We, we got the we're on the podcast. We're gonna be on the podcast platforms tomorrow by like five. We'll be on SoundCloud. We're gonna be everywhere tomorrow. Again, thank y'all for checking in. Any last words, fellas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode two. Your yeah, episode two tomorrow, right? You want you want me to keep plugging up? Yes, definitely. Yeah, man, okay. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank everybody that looked that that showed up for my podcast last week. There's some pretty decent numbers. Um, we talked about Dave Chappelle last week. Tomorrow's going to be a hip hop conversation. Um, hit us up. Hit me up on Instagram for who's your top five. You know what I'm saying? Let's have a debate. I'm up for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I will respect you if you say little baby. I'm not going to really respect you, but if you say little baby's in your top five, <laughs> you know, whatever. Age. Little, little baby, little Tajay, as as Wall Street says, <laughs> so, so the Harden Gang, the Harden Gang, wings and strippers. But uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so we get we're gonna get together on Friday, man. Maybe we could do a little live wings Listen, and strippers. We're gonna be, we're gonna be, yeah, we're, gonna be the, we're gonna be by we're gonna be by the garden on okay, Friday. We're gonna be at, at your local spot. If you see us, holler yeah. at us. Yeah. Don't don't you know? But 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 take it easy. <laughs> Shout out to Mello in LA too, man. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Brand new. Mello. Crazy. 25. Killing it out this there. thing. I knew he would, though. I mean, yeah, me too. He, I'm glad he is. You put him, People look you put him amongst talent, man. You put him amongst talent. He's going to be wide open on those trees. <laughs> exactly. He's making those yep. with or without the hoodie. <laughs> but, fellas. STK baby surviving the Knicks. See y'all Friday. See you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. Have a good night. Be safe. Be well, y'all. Peace. Peace, guys. Night, everybody.